good afternoon and, and welcome. Um, welcome to everybody to our Fund Boards Council Roundtable, uh, where today we will be focusing on responsible investment. Uh, I'm absolutely delighted to be chairing today's session. It's an extremely relevant and topical theme, um, as, we, as we all know. And um, for anyone who hasn't been hiding under a rock for the past few weeks, uh, there's been this little thing happening in Glasgow, which, which I'm sure you've heard of. And there is no question, responsible investment is, is front and center, uh, front of mind for everybody. It's front of mind uh, for, for, for all sorts of reasons, especially for our UK government, the Treasury and, and the FCA, which means very important to us as uh, practitioners in this highly regulated space. I'm absolutely privileged today to have uh, two very, very knowledgeable guests who will be joining us. Um, they will be kicking off the discussion uh, and then we will be opening to, to roundtable format and we would love to hear your thoughts. Um, I'm going to introduce them very briefly because I'm sure you'd like to hear from them rather than every detail of their biographies. We do have their full biographies on our website, so you're welcome to read them at your leisure. Um, I haven't introduced myself. I'm Brandon Horwitz. I'm a senior advisor to the Fund Boards Council. Our speakers today are Ed, uh, Ed Catton, from the, uh, who is the Chief Risk Officer at Lion Trust. We have Aaron, who is the Head of Sustainability at HSBC. And we have Nick Hunt, who is the Director of Strategy and Propositions at SJP. Um, with luck, they're all going to be hopefully spotlighted on your screen so we can see Ed and Aaron and Nick. Fabulous. And um, we're going to invite them to please give us some opening remarks just to just to get the discussion started. So we're going to start off with Ed and uh, Ed, please take it away. Thank you very much for that introduction, Brandon. Um, very much appreciated. Um, I won't spend too much time on uh, the opening remarks. I think actually that the benefit will be from uh, hearing from uh, the questions and, and interests of the of the. Um, of the various uh, other people attending and to try and tell them a little bit more about our experience and how we are uh, responding to these changes. Um, from my point of view, um, I think everything stems from the fiduciary duties you owe to your clients. Um, and uh, everything we do uh, as a regulated industry really is about satisfying our clients' needs and the expectations now. What, what used to be good enough for, uh, for us from a stewardship point of view uh, it is no longer the same. And uh, we need to um, integrate uh, ESG activities uh, and responsible investment much more into our, uh, into our funds. And how we approach that is, uh, is always through the lens of what the client's expectations are. Um, and I think that, that that's really one area of key focus. You know, the regulations are obviously pushing us uh, in certain ways. Um, and we've got to respond to that. Uh, and some of these things are good. I mean, perhaps a little bit controversial, but I think that some of the aims of SFDR and what it's doing are good things, um, although perhaps in, in some ways a, a heavy-handed approach. Uh, and it would be lovely to see a bit more of a tie-up between what the UK is doing um, and uh, what the Europeans are doing. But I think at the end of the day, we've got to think about what we're delivering to the clients and, and all of this is moving us in the right direction. Thank you very much, Ed. Um, going to turn to Erin. Any any thoughts you'd like to open with, please? Sure. Um, so I'll talk more from the perspective of the asset management company. And in my thinking, I think that the sustainability transition is perhaps the most comprehensive transformation that we've seen in the asset management industry. And I know, of course, in the UK, there have been a number of important um, themes over the years, but this one is truly hitting us across the entire value chain of 
the asset management business. So we're looking at changes across all parts of our operations from how our investment decisions are made to the data inputs that we use to investment policies and corporate policies around issues like coal to reporting and transparency to clients to our governance and oversight um, frameworks. So it's huge and it's all of course right in the middle of a very dynamic regulatory environment, um, just as Ed was saying. So it, it is really dominating, I think, the organizational thoughts of the asset managers. And I think that fund boards need to understand and, and focus not just on those regulations and taxonomies and acronyms like SFDR, but they also need to get comfortable with how the the asset management companies are approaching this. Um, and maybe just to use HSBC as an example, over the last 24 months, we've had, we've already had three major initiatives. The first was one to drive sustainability, cultural change and ethos across the whole business. The second was an organizational restructure that we did this summer to make sure that we have clear accountability for the different aspects of sustainability. And then the third big initiative is one that we're kicking off now, which is a full review of our oversight framework around all of the different sustainability risk across the business. So it's not just investments and it's not just in the regulatory um, space, but it's across the full the full value chain. When I think about what fund directors need to do here, I think they need to go on a journey with the asset managers. Um, I think they need to, I would hope that they will recognize that it takes time to build out the approach, that it takes time to build the answers. I, I like to use the phrase that we're building the bridge as we cross it. Um, so we may not have all the answers yet, but we know what we need to do and we know where we're going. Um, and I also think just more broadly that ESG and sustainability probably needs to be a standing agenda item on board agendas for the foreseeable future. It's probably um, a 12 to 24 month journey at, at a minimum to set those standards, so. Makes a lot of sense, makes a lot of sense. So I'll, I'll hand over to Nick um, to close off, please, with any thoughts before we open to the to the group. Great, thanks, Brandon, and good afternoon, everybody. Um, yeah, so I'm coming at it from possibly a slightly different angle, uh, given the vertically integrated nature of, uh, of the business I work, and I think certainly very, very focused on uh, the client expectations point that, that, that Ed referenced earlier. But just sort of taking a little bit of the sort of philosophy around how we might think about these issues uh, as a fund board, I think one of the most important things is making sure you're really clear on the, the definition and mindset that's being applied amongst the investment managers that, that you're working with, because I think that really does help to set the tone for the way that engagement needs to work and the type of oversight that, that the board should be, be focused on. Um, I think if you've got some clarity around that mindset, then it's going to be really helpful to shape the oversight framework and really think about the way in which the emerging regulation that we're seeing coming through actually 
impacts on the activity of the board. And, you know, Evans' comment, I think, is very valid in terms of thinking about this as a very, very much a standing agenda item here. But actually, the specifics of what that standing agenda item might be, I think, will be will be coloured by the approach that the, the investment managers are taking. Now, is that a question of it being a product choice for clients on the way in? Is it very much a way of being for an investment house? I think these are the sort of the, the questions that fund boards should be should be asking. Um, thinking a bit about the the approach, um, I think sort of getting back to basics, um, r- regardless of the the appetite or the ambition of, of, of any particular uh, in- investment manager, I think it's undeniable now that, that responsible investing, you said earlier, Brandon, you know, if it, l- l- looking at this through any lens, particularly the risk management lens, is sort of critically important. And we've all been reminded of that in, in recent weeks when you look at the E of the ESG. Um, and, and I think in doing so, um, Seeking opportunities as well, though, for, for sustainable long-term growth is going to be a permanent feature of, of the investment risk landscape going forwards. And so it, it's really making sure that you're thinking carefully as a board about both the, the risk management aspect and the long-term sustainable return aspect of, of, of what you're trying to achieve on behalf of clients. So I, th- I think then it's, it's an AFM's duty then really to make sure that whatever mindset you, you, you've got that clarity on from the investment managers, that that, that mindset is being applied consistently uh, and in line with what's been communicated both to advisors um, and indeed to clients as well. Um, and, and in that respect, I think it's important that this is very much seen as a collective responsibility for, for all to consider. Uh, across the board. This is no longer something that's limited to ESG specialists who may form part of the board. Um, This is very much a mainstream risk issue now. And I think that's a really important sort of mindset shift from the last last few years that we should should be mindful of. Um, Just sort of thinking about the current climate as well, perhaps just to finish my comments, um, I think it's really important that, that AFM boards are thinking about findings from the recent dear chair letter uh, and to make sure that that those considerations are being uh, given an appropriate response from from investment managers both at the product design stage but also I think through ongoing disclosure which as we know is becoming kind of increasingly prevalent in terms of the the requirements we're starting to see through um, in various discussion papers and consultation papers and I think also they're making sure that they're tracking developments from the, the recent sustainability disclosure requirements, so the SDR paper that's, that's come out from the regulator, um, and in particular considerations around things such as investment labels um, that, that could potentially apply across the full range of investment products. So I think it's clear there's, there's no shortage of topics to be thinking about here as a board, but I bring it right back up to my comments at the start. This is about being really clear around the mindset that the investment managers that you're working with are taking through the way that they describe their their responsible investment approach and philosophy.